G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. And this is the NBL 23 schedule release podcast. And I've got to say, Banksy, thank you for clearing your schedule, Mm. because I'm sure this celebrity status that you've gained over the Mm. last Mm off-season, being a top 10 fantasy coach in the world, Mm. uh, you've probably been pretty busy. How has your off-season been? Yeah, been in heavy demand, um, quite a few interviews, that sort of thing. But um, I do feel very refreshed. I don't know about you boys. It's been a, a little bit of time in between. But I feel like it's it's just here. It's upon us. Mm-hmm. That's right. And before we know it, it's it's basically two months. Well, this is where our preseason starts. Mm-hmm. That's it. So Santa Claus is coming. We did have a little bit of uh, Jack White and the White Stripes Ooh. there with the intro because mm-hmm. the... If you can believe it, season five oh, of the Basketball Blokes introduction song is not quite up and ready yet. Not. No, that'll be sometime mm-hmm. in the future. We haven't decided who we're applying the curse to this mm. year. That's right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. obviously, Jack White, Travers, Besson, Yang, all these good things. Lauren Jackson for the Opals, mm-hmm. our Australian FIBA, team FIBA, winning FIBA Asia Cup. Asia Cup. Lots of great things happening in Aussie basketball. But mm-hmm. the best thing for NBL fantasy coaches is the schedule release. It determines how our fantasy season will go. So that is what we're here to look at today. That's it. And we're going to go and do it in the order of the alphabets. Mm -hmm. It's probably a good way to do Mm it. Um, And Tassie's first, obviously. uh, No, they were second. But um, Banksy, as the top bloke with the top 10 finish last season... Mate, kick us off with the Adelaide 36ers and their NBL 23 schedule. Let's get stuck in. So as the roster is forming for Adelaide, they've got a couple of spots left. So they've got uh, one import, one local, and a next star remaining if they go that way. Um, as we know, the schedule dictates how we start our rosters. And um, fair to say, we won't be starting any Adelaide players come round one that we wouldn't have thought. Why is that? Why not, not Bangsy? Back-to-back donuts. So Double they don't have donuts. any games in the first two rounds. Now, we're presuming that's for an NBA v. NBL type situation, correct? Yeah, I posed that to a couple of Adelaide media We've on got the Twitter. Back. Nothing. No, nothing confirmed, but it has mm-hmm. to be. I mean, that OKC game uh, was suggested by one of our Discord chat members on Patreon followers that that OKC versus Adelaide in the crossover match would be odds on and that would be uh, something great for the league to see. Um, Carry on, Banksy. So, headlined by a a couple of huge signings, if you don't mind. Massive. Franks and Antonius Cleveland. Franks and Beans. Now... Fair to say, both of these guys are going to feature in our squad throughout the season. Well, I just are they? <laughs> I just like how Adelaide. The issue all for for the last few years is imports. Yep. So the new strategy: let's just sign the good imports that let's everyone just, else gets. Let's sign everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like no, it a you know lot. I mean, look, it makes sense. Other teams have done it in the past. Like we all know that Cairns was the almost the import factory for a little while. That's right. They got Scotty poached. Mac, Scotty, Scotty Mack probably stopped that for a little while. And Oliver, when he came back for his second year way back when, a long time ago. Yep. Um, but, but uh, yeah, it seems like Adelaide now the poachers. Of, they're the poachers. And yeah. I feel like that's a reward for the Adelaide fans who've been showing up in fantastic numbers over the last couple of seasons. So, congrats. It's great to see. Be very keen to get over there for a game, I think, this season as well. But we'll have to uh, have to uh, have to arrange that in the calendar. 
Not in the first two rounds. Though. You two guys are already talking about bloody, you know, Collingwood Grand Finals and all this sort of stuff. So I don't know how, how we're going to go with that. You might, you might, have, you might have to live six, six months at home after you are out for twenty four hours after that. Um, I've just realised that's the twenty third, Banksy. We could be in strife for recording podcasts. It's <laughs> peak season. That's risky. Oh dear. Oh, That'll be entertaining. Oh dear. Just might be you and me, brother. <laughs> all right. So I guess a little bit more on the Adelaide roster. The imports that they have, they've already played in the league. So it's not such a bad thing that they have that sparse schedule because, you know, Franks, we're looking at 1.7 million. Cleveland, we're looking at 1.59 million. So knowing their roster is, you know, mostly signed up there, I mean, which which Adelaide players are we most excited about, I guess, schedule aside at this stage? Just how, just before we on that, uh, Benny, the prices that are on our uh, rolling rosters, and you'll find that at basketball www.basketballblokes.com slash rolling rosters. We're basing that on how they did the scoring from the start of last season, correct? That's right. And we so did have it confirmed before the yep. last <coughs> NBL manager of marketing, and he was in charge of the fantasy game, did tell us that that would continue with the... Closing prices being opening prices for the existing yep. players. And Adelaide are very expensive. That's it. Um, sorry, Banksy, uh, we ruined your questioning there. The person that I'm most excited about at Adelaide, believe it or not, is Kyron Galloway. I was going to say, don't be cagey about it, mate. It's Galloway. He's nice and cheap. The whole starting lineup is expensive, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, Desh is the cheapest one at 1.05. Uh, if you read the article today from Liam Santa Maria, you're thinking that there maybe they're going to have another import wing there, a two, maybe a one, maybe a combo, something along those lines. So I'm not really liking too much there, to be brutally honest. Some big names mentioned in articles on the NBL website and alike, so you can definitely head to those if they did continue to invest in this roster. Obviously, Munford was rumoured earlier, but um, we're going to get a good look. KG, Galloway, I'm putting him on the Pinder trajectory. Ooh, That's who I foresee cool. him being, if given the opportunity. Cool. Um, but good thing is, we're not going to be able to start with him on this team. We'll have our rosters set. We'll be able to have a look and then see how it all pans out with Adelaide. But... Um, and that's it, at least we'll, get, like a, we'll get a bit of a look yeah. um, before we probably want to be entering And why is that? why is that team. interesting? Why is what interesting? That we... We get to have a look at them. What happens from there? Well, they're well, not going to. Well, it's what I was going to ask, and you give the details. But um, if we're going to hear about Banksy's favourite player, and you've mentioned oh, Galloway, yes, yes. is there actually any reason to trade out an Adelaide player? Say Banksy's going to talk about Antonius Cleveland soon. If he turns out to be the number one SF going for round, yep. You can keep him for the whole damn year. Just about, yes. Talk us, talk us about Adelaide's schedule in more depth. Well, I think just uh, because with those two zeros, obviously they're compactors, and then they've got 28 games in 16 rounds. So, you know, they're after those first two rounds, they're the best, the best team schedule-wise. They go on a run where it's just doubles everywhere. There's a couple of singles thrown in here and there, but they're just... They're basically a double machine for the rest of the year, aren't they? You've absolutely stolen my thunder. Oh, but, sorry, um, man. I didn't know you were going to check that later. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. For me, the most excited player from Adelaide would be Antonius Cleveland. Not just because of the Cleveland flavour. Um, I actually had a little bit of a look at his numbers early. Um, average 43.8 per game last season. But interesting stat for you. Season, he averaged, season before? No season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Averaged 38 over the first 10 rounds last season, but he only posted three scores of 40 plus. Average 48 over the back half of the season. Wow. So Oof. big differentiation there. Oof. But in those last 11 rounds, 12 scores of 40 plus. So that's 12 40 plus scores over his last 16 games of the season. He basically became. Hence the price. Yes, he's pricey, but he became one of the most consistent fantasy scorers in the game, basically. And that was, you know, mainly due to his defensive numbers, of course. But like you said with the schedule, it's sparse at the start, which is good for fantasy coaches because from round five, they have 10 doubles over 12 rounds. So that is three more games than any other team throughout that duration. And it means that players like Cleveland, where we're used to it being a shallow position, the small forward, you could literally have him as a mainstay in your squad for those 11 rounds. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, I agree. A whole season for me. Why not? I mean, it's um, something that we will be looking at closely in the round five NBL fantasy preview. (laughs) But I reckon we can move on now to something probably, I mean... Do I say equally exciting or equally dull, considering we're not going to be starting any Adelaide? But Bordy is the next man in line. Yeah, Brisbane. look, I was I was pretty upset when I first saw the list here and the uh, the rundown that you put together every week, Benny. Uh, that you'd be giving me B, um, B for Brisbane. I'm presuming that's because B for Boydy. Uh, second in charge. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Second. And I was going to say I could just put in, uh, you know, Banksy wrote War and Peace. I'm I'm just basically just going to say B for boring. B for that's boring. It. That's it. That's all you're giving leaving us. it at that. No, it. I'm not going to leave it at that. So they've only got two doubles in the first eight rounds. Oof. Not that's that a B word for that. Um, that's worse than Adelaide. Mm. Mm. I'm going to have to. I'll think of something. I wrote yuck. Yuck. It doesn't start that's with B. Okay. Blah. You could swap the Y with an F, but I don't know. Um, but it means <laughs> the last ten rounds they have six doubles and a triple in round fifteen. Oh, we got our triples. Triples Oof. are back. That's yes, worth noting. Triples Check. back. Um, so, look, it doesn't really. I think they're one of the ones where you're probably not going to look at them until later in the season. I would have thought. Um, yep, probably only going to be cash cow relevant if anyone stands out in the preseason. You would think that's it, maybe. But yeah, that was the other thing that I was talking. Like they need some signings there. That roster is looking like pretty boring. Obviously, they've got no imports signed as yet. Mm-hmm. So. And they've got uh, Tom Digbo in there. We've got him in there as his starting small forward. There's no talk of him. Liam's article uh, today. He doesn't. They don't they haven't even got him unlikely. on the roster. Doesn't yeah. appear to be so. Back, um, so. Look, they probably need they need three jet imports because I think they're all going to be starters by the looks of it. But the level investment that Brisbane have provided of late, yes, with doesn't imports. lead me to. No, that's right. We don't that want it. Happen. We don't. So, um, I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Well, I, they have provided Vic Law. And Robert Franks. Stolen. Stolen. Correct. They can't keep these guys, but at no. least they've got an eye for the scouting. So we'll wait and see. Perhaps they get a big um, big banger. Might be another yep. B word. Yep. Um, that was rumoured earlier. That could be very interesting. But is there really anything else to say about Brisbane and their Not really, but it's elements? not such a bad thing that, you know, we've got to see what these imports are going to be, but it's not such a bad thing because that's where you can find value for your bench. Um, if they don't have any standout players that are going to demand the ball, no big name imports, well, that's where some of the locals at a cheaper price might become good bench players yep. for us. Noted. Beautiful. Um, as ordinary bloke for last season, um, I have the next teaming line, which is the Cairns Taipans. Now, 
looking at their schedule, they have a matching schedule to Brisbane right up until round eight. So, as we've just sort of mentioned, that was a bit blah, as the B word I've decided to describe it as. Oh, blah. Um, they do, however, have a round 11 triple, which is always interesting, but it is surrounded by mm. singles. Yep. And every other team, bar New Zealand, is on the double that week. So I can't see him being relevant there. Um, it is more so from round 13 onwards that you've been looking at your Taipans to finish the season with another triple to be played. Hopefully they don't have the injury problems that plagued them last season. I thought this is where we're going to get so much of our fantasy value. I was hoping for a good yep. schedule. The main man, the Wardenberger with the lot, is confirmed by Liam Santamarita as yep. having the starting position. That seems to be why Cairns have been able to snag the hot prospect. Um, Cash cow alert. Can we? Ding, ding, does ding. it give you pause, move. fellas, to get... Wartenberg in your starting side, potentially. Oh, he's in there. He's in there still? He's in there. Bench. Ride the bench. Yeah. For Win. 250k, you've got to take the risk, don't you? Yeah. Yep. I think so as if well. If he gets the start at 250k, I mean, look look as we go through the teams, I mean, he could be one of the big cash-generating bench players, yep. couldn't he? So. For sure. Yep. So, that's the cans. It's really Wartenberg is probably the only one. I'm disappointed, to be honest. I was I was really high on Pinder. Not probably as much as you, Bordy, in the back half of the season mm-hmm. there. I was... Wanting an excuse almost to get him in my team. Yep. Um, with no other dominant bigs as it stands. So that's a little bit disappointing <sighs> with that starting Speaking schedule. of disappointment, if McCall was going to have the reins as the ball handler, yep. that was looking good. But they have been rumoured to sign, to sign yep. Shannon PG. Scott, yet to be confirmed. But that'll mean that McCall will not be running the point. And uh, they're pretty thin in the big man position, which is why I like Wartenberg quite a bit. But I think that's probably it. That's Cairns. Banksy, yep. are you up next? Yeah. So who do we got next? The Illawarra Hawks. All right. So <laughs> it's pretty sparse. I that mean, was a perfect have, reaction for the Illawarra well, Hawks. That's, 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 that's pretty blank. It's pretty blank. It's pretty much how it goes. It's, uh, we've gone early again, obviously. But they're, a, um, they're a basketball team in the uh, National Basketball League. Yep. yep. As yep, it stands, I mean, they've really only got two starting calibre players in that roster at the moment, being Tyler Harvey and Samson Frolling. They've got four roster spots still open there. Um, two imports that they can still sign, two locals and a, a next star available as well. So there's a lot, obviously, to play out with this roster still before we jump to any fantasy conclusions. Yeah, they're like but Brisbane. like They've got, they got a lot to do still, haven't they? They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I feel like throwing and Harvey like, jump out as value, but I want that schedule to be really good. How is yep. the schedule, Banks? Well, five games over the first three rounds. That's... Decent if there's going to be any standout options that uh, say pick me, but that's before just the one double over the following six rounds. So if you, wow. you're going to be starting with these Hawks, it's probably just for the first three rounds, and then that schedule's very sparse thereafter. Um, notable triple again for the Hawks um, later on in the season, I believe. Um, so round we'll be, fifteen, yeah, it's so actually a, a round where there's it's the only round of the season. There's two teams with that triple, yeah, um, being Brisbane and the Hawks. Um, so yeah, starting sides, we're not going to be looking at too many Hawks uh, pending uh, signings, and I mean, I think Liam had there that uh, Thon Maker was in discussions with them. That would 
probably be a bit of a game changer with the decent early early schedule. See how we how that all pans out. And obviously, there's a lot to play out with this roster. But I guess just as it stands, for what it's worth, I mean, do we see any fantasy value in that roster? Yeah, I've mentioned the two. Like Harvey was. I don't if if this, considering they're going to sign another point guard, seemingly that probably hurts Harvey quite a bit. But um, if you look at his last few games. I think he was sort of pushing 50 average for across the last sort of four games, back to what he was kind of doing the season before. But um, from a value perspective, I know I've got a value article on our Basketball Blokes website, and both Froling boys are very high in that, in the fact that what they average and what their starting price should be is um, considered to be a bit of a discount. And I naturally thought that about Harvey when I first looked at the roster and saw the price of Harvey as well. Um, again, we don't know the imports that will be signed, but I felt like this, not last season, the season before, before they had the big names, Harvey was more the man for Illawarra, right? Um, but I looked at the average difference between last season and the season before, and he was only maybe maximum three to four points better off when he was the man at the Hawks versus when they had the, the bigger names and the scorers of Wreath and so forth there last season. So there wasn't a big difference there, so... Harvey doesn't stand out, but I, I like that you mentioned Sam Froling, 970k. I have been accused of loving Ooh, the Froling in my yes, time. Yes, mm. more so Harry, but I mean, 970k is priced at his average of 37. But I had a little look at his numbers from last season. He started the season with a bang, average 52 points over his first five games. But I guess the, the key to Sam's game is, is consistency. We're yet to see consistency over a full season. He had five games in the teens last season after that really good start. Um, I think there was even some games, if you remember back, where he was actually benched and he, he lost his his starting position in that squad as well. So It was all to do with Antonius Cleveland, Cleveland playing the four, which was great for Cleveland's numbers. Yep. But then Reith and Froling had to share. Yep. Killed them both, really. Yeah, I think if there's not a... Monster like Wraith there again, then Sam might be value pick. Big big double double threat, hey. Is there is there is there any any chance at all? Greta? Yep. Got if he's, yeah. fit, he's in my notes. I mean yeah. we've it was probably we've probably been accused before he's one of our faves, we'll, we'll probably say. As yep. a as a as a as a crew. Small we're, forward. We're big fans of Dan Greta. Four hundred and eleven K. Obviously, coming back from crappy injury. Um, Unless they do the silly, the very silly Dane Pinot pricing from last season. Oh, God. Which is where he just didn't play and they fixed him in at a million. And the other one... I'm, I wouldn't have thought so. The other one I'm thinking there, depending on signings, what about Big A? What about a Big A Gak? Mm. Okay. It takes a fair bit to get on to one of those summer league gigs. And obviously, he was with Chicago. So, they've oh. obviously seen something there. Now, I would say that he has been strived of opportunities. Strived, so far. yeah. Not starved. Stri- starved. starved. That's what yeah. I was going with. Sorry. Strived. I've had a couple of uh, short macchiatos. <laughs> um, AK Gak. Could, could, could it be? Could there be? Could it be? I'll, you know? I really like him. He'll have a fantasy game. Um, David Aquera and a Colder Gak, I see, is these guys that yep. if you give them a chance, yep. they will be fantastic. Yep. Hopefully, um, I mean that, like you say, that summer league reference is um, like not easy to get, and got minutes. Yes, and got minutes. Well, not that many. I think eight, average eight and a half. I think, but yeah, P- 
people sit the whole time. Yeah, exactly. People are drafted. I think JLA sit best last year, didn't JLA uh, sit the whole time? Yeah, JLA sit the whole year. Whole, said he was yeah. the best player in the entire squad and didn't get a, didn't get a minute <laughs> didn't Phoenix get a last minute. season. But, um, yeah. Uh, Just one to keep an eye on, I reckon. I reckon let's watch Blitz. Let's see what happens there. And, you know, you know, if you're... We're talking there's, you know, of going some bit, pretty big primos when you're looking at it. Well, if you want to go a couple of primos, depending on who you're looking at, especially with a couple of names we've already mentioned here, um, Cleveland, you know, he's, he's a primo at 1.48 or whatever it was, um, Franks even, um, etc. McCall, you know, you need to chuck some cheaper guys in there. So if it looks like that Gak's going to get some minutes, I would think that at 250k, he's, you know, it's one that you possibly need to do your research on. All about opportunity, isn't it? It is, mm-hmm. for sure. And it depends on what that that roster is. It's not as I don't think it's going to be as stacked as it was last year. So there's going to be minutes for these guys that are sitting in that in that second lineup. I think. All right, I think it's on to me. Is it? What have I got here? Who's next? Stolen me team. It is. You're, yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on. Benny did these these things, mate. I didn't do. I, I can't. Didn't do I just go by the alphabet. The, uh, I didn't an do un- unbiased, unbiased view. I feel. I'm going to go a bit controversial here. Mm. Okay. A couple of singles to start. You, you say you like Melbourne United. Controversial. That would be controversial. Couple couple of singles to start. But I would say after that, they are almost the most fantasy relevant side. <sighs> for a fair chunk of the season. Schedule. Because after that, they got nine doubles in the first 12 rounds, which is, uh, they've got two singles to start off with. So they've basically got... Doubles from rounds nine, out three of ten to twelve. Rounds. Wow, correct, yeah. correct. From three to twelve, from rounds three to twelve, they've got they've got one single. Correct, right? Uh, then, oh, sugar, got on the wrong screen. Then from so they got yeah five doubles, blah, 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 and then but then, but yeah, then get, get those get those Melbourne United boys but out. Then. Get out, <laughs> yeah, get out. Perfect fantasy schedule. It, it is. It's a yeah. perfect schedule, isn't it? Oh, oh, in the it last, back. in the last six rounds, they've got one double, and it's in the fourth last round. So come finals time, yo, don't want any Melbourne United players you know in what, there. Do you know what my instant thought with this schedule for Melbourne was? It's perfect. It gives me two weeks to see yep. what version of hump we're going to get. Yep. That's so Before true. Before we yeah. get nine doubles over ten rounds. That's Speaking round, of round one humper, like I was and then last you, year. Then you round give them the humper. boot. So, okay, so you, since you've mentioned one already, my question, I've got to read this from the audio auto cue that Benny has put on from here. Early thoughts on Huck and Humph playing together. Huck. Double H. I'm aroused. Mm. Um, yeah, but what about Huck and Humph? Well, the Hump. The hump <laughs> humping does does get me excited. And how, about the, uh, um, how about the prices? Yes. Oh, so go through the prices, Banksy, if you've got them there. Huck, Porty. Oh. Nine hundred and fourteen k priced at twenty five points average average it's yep. sack big hump mm-hmm. back eight hundred and seventy one k bargain at an average of twenty point seven this points. is man. well this is this is well, if they work oh. right if they work for me it's a big if but they could be absolutely dominant against most teams golly big hump tempting eight hundred seventy eight hundred seventy one k is it Assuming the prices are right, but yes, if you take the risk and play off, and it pays off, you're definitely going to be cartwheeling, aren't you? Yes, flipping he was. In fact, well, Isaac Humphries. The, the problem in the last yeah. couple of seasons with Hump is he's always had this injury question mark heading oh, into the season. Looks so no, no, no. Good. This is where it's a good Benny, thing. He's not going in the no, song. This 
He's out. We're of not the cursing song. him, but this leave him out of the song. This is where it's a good thing <sighs> well, because we bubbles. don't have to start with him. We get the first two weeks of singles to have a good look at him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to change much in price in that time, and then we can make our decision. Do we jump on for those nine doubles over ten rounds from round three? Um, Mick Randall, Herald Sun reporter, kind of implied with the tweet that they're going Twin Towers. Humphreys has been working on his three-point shot. I actually think the Twin Towers system could work. I love what Melbourne United bigs do. JLA, number one points per minute player last season. Huck Porty was top five in points per minute. Jack White was top 15 in points per minute. Their bigs can rack up. Obviously, Jack White, NBA, JLA gone. I think they can do the Twin Towers. There will be plenty of points to have. I think that early days, because Banks is right, we can look. They're both centre only. It's a big issue. Early days, we can look. Oh, that's tough. So it's tough, right? So I think you can bench one for the first two weeks. Which one would you feel more confident right at this very second? Huck Porty. To start on your bench. Aquera. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what? Come Aquera. on, mate. Mason Peely. Out of those two. Big risk. Big risk. I don't know if it's going to happen. They've still got three import spots. I was just about to say, this roster is pretty scary when they've got three imports to sign. They've still. still got three import spots. Now, they might do the same path that they did and only signed one. I can't see it happening, though. I, I just can't see it happening this year. They didn't salute. And I think looking at the depth as well, I, I think they'll go at least two imports. They'll have two, I think. Uh, and One of them will, might replace Delivered Over. Worth mentioning. Mm. It's your team. You can mention it. It's not my team. Melbourne United. You're, you're doing the damn oh, It's yours on the runner, mate. This belongs to you. What am I mentioning? Sacramento Kings. Oh, yeah. Dally. Real chance I was talking about this today earlier with someone else, actually. Are they going to get him? Will he be there? I Playing for so. Mike Brown is almost like an assistant coach. The problem with... Okay. This is a decision that... It's going to have to be a personal decision for Dally. Yes, he might get an NBA roster spot. I can't see him getting huge amounts of minutes. He's going to be the 11th or 12th guy on that roster. Hardly ever play. And he's going to make that decision. I think he needs to make the decision almost like Bogut's decision a couple of years ago. If he wants to play for the Boomers, he needs to play. So what do you do? Do you, do you take that NBA deal again for a year and take it and see how it goes? He's he's the old man. He's the locker room guy there if he goes to Sacramento. Um, you know, he's the king of the kids. Uh, it's all about leadership, which he's, I think he's got. And th- that role is probably perfect for him, to be honest. Um, but I think he needs to play. It's a very good question. Let's... Um, so, just, yeah, I guess we've got to watch out for that. So, mm. does he interest you from fantasy at sub $1 million with not that a, schedule? Not at the moment, no. Not you prefer an import? I, I just want to see the yeah, okay. import. I just want to see the roster He did play there. very well. And I, I, I also worry about the Twin Towers thing. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about because it's such a change in philosophy from the previous year white was a mobile for yep. uh you know could guard any spot almost from i feel that can be hot even though he's taller okay. than humphreys but i'm not sure that that's that i'm not sure i'm feeling that yet i want to see it yeah cool 
Twin Towers, bit of uh, oh, Townsend, Gobert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going back to the he Admiral and Duncan. Okay, he's, no he's German, not French. Huck uh, Pauly, anyway. Uh, we're done with United. I'm very, very interested to see how they go. Any yes. extra comments? No. Nope. Leave it there. Moving on, this is my team, the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, very similar to Melbourne United. Start off with the two singles. But I'm so tempted by these guys. I think that I will have at least a couple, even in my starting side, as it stands in these early days. Um, they've got one issue in round 13 with a donut. Ooh. Um, but finish the season off strongly, um, have a really great run in the middle of the season from round three onwards. So, uh, Are you going to go players now? You want to talk about schedule more? Yeah. Go for it. A little bit disappointed. That they don't... We can't they start didn't, No, a little oh, bit disappointed okay, talk, with yeah. NZ that they didn't get Christmas at home, to be honest. Yeah. So they the play a Boxing Day game against the Jack Jumpers in Tassie, which means they're going to have to be in Tassie for Christmas, I would have thought. I think that's a bit shizen. At a minimum. Uh, that's the least we could have They've done. spent two years uh, playing abroad. I just think they could have done a bit of a goodwill thing there. Even, you know, get that game in New Zealand on Boxing Day. You know, I don't know. It's just, it was one thing that stuck out to me when I had a little bit of a look at it and I saw the zero there and I'm like, oh, that's good. They must be giving them Christmas at home. New Year's. Checked it out. Mm. Not, not, not such thing. No such thing. So, yeah. just a little bit of a, a little bit of a, little bit of a negative on that side of things. I think I would have given NZ a home, ga- home game at least for that. Time, awesome to see that they will be at home, of course. I yes. just listened to a very interesting interview with uh, Moni Mayor and uh, it was SEN uh, New Zealand with Ian Smuth and talking about their roster. Obviously, they've just signed a Jarrell, which we like. Jarrells normally do very well for us in fantasy. Pardon? Um, pardon. Excuse is me. Is the other one. Um, Derek. Derek. Pardon. Pardon? Um, D-E-R-E-R-K. And look, so what he said was they, they pressed him on who they're looking at signing and they are after a, a scoring punch, not a point guard, but will be a guard. Um, so think your standard, I guess, scoring two guard that no doubt will uh, sit in front of Cam Glidden on the depth chart. Um, he said the point guard positions are to be run by Will and Isaiah. I'm so excited about Will McDowell-White. The way he represented Australia. Huge. First question, known as Beamer for us, is Bill Bill McDowell-White, BMW. Do we approve the Boomer McDowell-White that was raised by Julian O'Brien? Yep. Love that. So we can just go with Boomer. Boomer McDowell-White. Banksy, you tick that off as well. Majority rules. 799K. A man who scored 100 fantasy points. In a single game before. So, how's that for a ceiling? PGSG. The most versatile man. And I think... How excited are we? He's been given the keys there. And I think that's the most exciting part because... Beamer with the keys. We t- I, I like think, I'm sure we talked about this earlier in the season as well. Like, if he was given the keys earlier on, we thought it was going to be 
he was just going to be legit. And then Siv had come back, and he was sort of playing, and he was the PG, and it was a bit. Well, the guards stacked. This, oh, was just, this, this is just, is just so, so much polar opposite. So much better. Roster look, setup. That isn't roster. It? Look, they need they need a bit of quality there. Like I, I look, <laughs> Abercrombie's. I think he's older than Banksy, which was what fifty six or what? <laughs> it's what touch is it? and go. Hey? Um, so look, yeah, I think that they still need that. They need another wing there. Um, definitely, that's the weakness. But I know we were talking about that starting lineup before of Adelaide having all the players were over at one point. Oh, Desh was the only one that was one point oh five mil. The rest of them were one point two plus. McCarran, yeah, has this starting lineup eight hundred or seven hundred ninety nine k McWhite six seven hundred k Glidden. Doubt he'll be the starter. 400k Abercrombie, we know he's better than that. He injury ravelled last year. Um, you know, he's gonna minutes might come down again like Newley has the last couple of years, but could still be a possible option there if you need a cheapie to chuck on your bench somewhere. You've got the two imports starting, um, Jarrell Brantley and Pardon, probably um, two of the top four import signs so far that I'm most excited about. So they've gone from, from being very guard heavy to being very big heavy. Oh, are they though? I think they're balanced. Oh, I yeah, love the balance I think they're so balanced. far. I think they're the, not too bad. Yeah, I think they're lacking a little bit of quality, maybe of like starter quality in their on the in wings. Their wing, in yeah. the wing, they need a, they need someone else there. I don't think Cam's at like Cam's like thirty five or something as well now. Like I think he's pretty old now. I don't think he's the starter. And I guess I my think. question for you, no, Benny, because I haven't had a great look at these imports, but they're two big men imports, Brantley and Pardon. If you were to have to rank them at this stage oh, from a oh, fantasy Benny, perspective, Benny's question with no notice. Part, Benny's up and about. the about. bloody interruption, to be honest. Benny I mean, is up and about about Jarrell Brantley. And up so, and about. Yeah, so I have... He's the, the hot, fresh meat at the moment, Jarrell. Um, <laughs> but Pardon was the signing. Like I just think he's going to possibly average a double-double. I'm really excited oh, about okay. it. Yep. Um, then? Jarrell Brantley... Um, just, I mean, the pedigree's there, but if you watch the highlights, um, he's basically like a nuggety Scott Hobson that's going to play power forward, creates off the dribble, can shoot the three ball, um, but yeah, given the power forward role, he's going to get rebounds. The guy's a machine. You should see how this guy's built. I'm after your ball rating. I'm looking forward to that later on at some point in time. I'm going to have to get that. Is off this you. Brantley? Brantley. Yeah. yeah. Mate, my, Is my, it, does he look anything my, like what Bordy called him in our group chat this morning when he announced that Harrell had been? Yeah. <laughs> no. Shorter dreadlocks. Not Jarrell. Damn. Auto correct. Yeah. I was going to say Benny though, mate. Just quietly, my my mixtape over the last month or so. Domestic. Ah, uh, ever since being back in the office going with you. okay. Yeah, I've so, heard you know, like anyone's mixtape can look pretty good. I can make That's some true. good highlights. So. That's true. I mean, the guy's straight out of the NBA. He is. Listening, I followed a little bit of... Um, summer League as well. Yeah, played Summer League. Um, just I love these undersized fours, Jay Sean Tate style players that can do it all. He's taller than Jay Sean Tate. He's physically more imposing than Jay Sean Tate. He had... That Scotty Hobson, I say Hobson because the highlights reminded me of the New Zealand Breakers Hobson. Okay. That athleticism. Yep. Yep. It's like, yeah, I am. He's going to play the Delaney role, is okay. what we were told. So that's the replacement for. Yep. Um, but, like, seriously, you set a screen for this guy. He's taking it to the cup and he's finishing with authority. I'm very high on him and I love the schedule. 
I hope and pray he gets small forward eligibility. Just been at the uh, Summer League playing for the Clippers. Uh, team averaged 7.6 points and 4.8 rebounds a game in only 22 minutes, 21 bit minutes. So not bad. Not bad. I'm a fan. I'm looking forward All to right. it. Can't All wait right. for the Blitz, but back to the... Uh, what else we got there for that one? That it? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yeah, that'll do. Who we got next? Maxie? Perth. I think that's me. Tap you on the shoulder. You awake? Yep, I'm okay. still here. Good. Perth Wildcats. So the thing with Perth is they've got a, a basically an almost complete roster. They've only got the one roster spot remaining, which we assume will be a big man. It's been told it will be a John really four really or five. Really, Willie really will be already said. I think in an interview today said it was going to be a five. Yep, mm-hmm. or a four or five. Yep. Yep. Um, and look. <laughs> I look at their schedule, it almost looks more sparse than any other team. They just don't really have that string of doubles that yeah, demands it's the worst. that you own these Perth players for a long Correct. stretch. Um, they've only got the one double in the first four rounds, whereas a lot of other teams have two or three doubles in the first four weeks. So Perth's going to be a really tough one. Um, be interesting to see if there's enough value in any of these guys to, to warrant starting them um, with that sparse schedule come round one. But... Um, I guess import-wise, they've got the million-dollar man to Sean Thomas. I know you're not overly big on him, I mean, Benny, I like, compared you to know, some of the other guys like the New Zealand bigs there. I mean, it kind of sounds a little bit like just Sean Tate with the, with the name-wise, but, I mean, apart from that, there's, I didn't. I looked at the stats. That's all I've seen. I shouldn't be too critical. I was just very excited about the Alan Williams rumour, who would be Mooney-esque in fantasy. Um, so not worth playing. Oh, yeah, we'll start this again. Um, if that happens, <laughs> I'm very excited and I'd just slot him in regardless of schedule. But, um, yeah, not uh, do we do we trust? I guess Hut, I'm not going to say it's uh, Hutchy, but there's just been turmoil, absolute it's turmoil, turmoil around turmoil Perth. Over the off um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not that I, high on the signing as a fantasy player yeah. yet, but I think they're focusing on defense. Yeah. I think with that, that think schedule, he'd have to be pretty impressive in the preseason yep. to, to warrant starting when you've got, like you say, the other guys like Brantley, et cetera, that you can be picking with a better schedule at the same price. Yep. I mean, the, the numbers, I had a look at his numbers. They're not fantastic, but the credentials are there. I mean, he's won quite a few awards in the leagues he's played in in the, the past few seasons. He was known, uh, he was named both State Cup MVP and the best defender, which we like... Fantasy-wise, that was in 2019 in Israel. Most recent season was in France. He was an all-star and named in the LMB Pro All-First Team. Averaged just shy of 14 points and just over six rebounds a game. So, not credentials quite the, are good. Not, not, the credentials right. are good, but the um, the numbers aren't, you know, that the double-double threat that you probably want from a starting PF. I'm worried about it. We're going to talk about it in a second anyway, so... With that one, I'm I'm a bit worried about fit and role, and you know I think yeah uh, yeah it's a bit of a worry that one, but don't know. Well, the Perth question. Let's mm. get to that. Do we think Luke Travers starts this season? And that's what I was worried about with to Sean, uh, as we know it at the moment. Even if whoever starts, um, you know. LT might start at the three. He might start at the four. There might be, you know, they both might start, but the, then there, there needs to be minutes for Blanche there. There needs to be, you know, it's it's kind of a bit of a funny situation. I don't really know what's going on over there. Um, Benny, what do you reckon? So, LT or Blanche? 
Let's let's go. Uh, with LT's that. gonna have to start. Correct. Because yeah. talk Cavs, about you Cavs saw the Cavs really interview. I haven't seen it yet. I've read a little yeah, bit about it. Yeah, read a little bit about it. So yeah, he's wants to get him, you know, committed to get him to that next level. He, he said his his role is to get him yeah. developed. Ready. Correct. Another season of um, development. It's about his versatility. I mean, we all know he can handle the ball. He can... Some of the passes in the Summer League were superb. Um, I'd have him go in Norton, Cotton, Travers, and to Sean and whoever they sign next as the starting lineup. Um, Travers, last season, have you got any numbers there, Banks? Yeah, I think, and I, yeah. just touching on the Summer League, I think what really impressed me about Travers, played for my Cavs in the Summer League there, was... He continued on with the defensive numbers we saw in the NBL last season. He was getting the steals. He was getting the blocks. That all-round fantasy game that we love. And, and that's why we were so high on Travers last season. Um, I think we got what we expected from him at the start of last season. 41 points per game over his first six games. Um, but then if you remember back, it was round seven. He got hit with COVID like a lot did in Perth. Um, we didn't see the same consistency in his fantasy scoring thereafter for a number of reasons. He was injured. He had the calf. The return of Blanchfield. So that's the thing. If Blanche is healthy, um, when we looked at the numbers last season, it was a it was a genuine consideration. He averaged near 40 points per game in the five games that Blanchfield missed at the start of the season. And um, obviously quite a bit lower with Blanche in the same squad. Um, obviously they tried to play Michael Fraser, who was more of a Travis type in size compared to Corey Webster, who they've got running as the backup to. I feel yep. I feel that way anyway. Like the, um, Corey seems like he's more of an outside player. Yep. Um, high on LT this year. I think it's going to be a weak SF position again. Um, potential bench option again for me. I'm really keen to see how he goes. Don't but mind it. And uh, I don't know if anyone goes by this, but I think Liam ranked Perth's draw as the easiest did think that. Uh, Fort United's was had, pretty soft as well. Four, the interesting thing is they got the four games against Adelaide, Perth. Um, and look, they look pretty defensive with uh, Desch and Cleveland there. And, and then Franks. Jeez. Um, Except so, for the big McCarran game. as well. So, you know, uh, it's one thing to keep in mind. Um, matchups, is, it does come down to it sometimes as... You would have seen in uh, Benny's big stats pack that we uh, had last year. So, and we will have again. Um, Kyle Zunick, see ya. Banksy, mm. you finished in the top ten last season. You started with Kyle Zunick. There is uh, no Kevin White. No. So, no Kevin White at all. I know, but you've got Bryce Cotton. You've even got Corey Webster that can yeah. probably handle the ball yeah, along yeah, with Mitch yeah. Norton. So, I, I really don't. See all those Zunich. three guys will get more minutes. Than yeah. yeah, I think just all three of those guys can handle. I am not ruling it out just yet. It's a no Someone to me. watch. It's a no from me, unless Mitch gets injured again, which is why he came into play last year. Let's yep. not forget. So did Kev White. But yeah, um, true. So yeah, that's probably it. Oh, that's it. Okay, Sim, champions. Are they NBA twenty three? <laughs> um, eight games in the first five rounds which is similar or actually the same as Illawarra, Melbourne, City, NZ, Taz albeit a slightly different makeup I've got here um, so they play single, double, single, double, double um, yeah, schedule wise apart from that biggest run of doubles is three which is a little bit of a negative I think uh, there's a couple other teams that have four and five and six runs of Doubles, um, and that three is in rounds nine to eleven. So, 
It's almost not, on point with Perth's schedule. If you is, look at them, it's pretty they're, much they're the same. on our correct schedule. They're triples they're on top of each sorry, other. The three doubles is even in the same rounds. Nine, ten, yep. eleven. They're almost identical. It's it's pretty. It's not. It's it's underwhelming to look at, and I think. And now, if we put that over to their uh, roster, um, I'm not sure. Big raps on Trey Cal. We uh, weren't currently. Keen. Weren't keen initially, but then her things like we wanted him previously, and he was too expensive, and all sorts of this. Correct. Gary Brown's the interesting one. Um, obviously, a little bit outside the square that signing. Um, playing in Puerto Rico with Creaky and all that. Correct. Uh, and national is a national team player for pass first. Yep. Um, so more I of a distributor from um, fantasy. So, yeah, it's kind of a bit of, uh, you know, their season's going to come down to is Rowdy fit and firing and, you know, is Creaky back to his best? I know Can he bounce back? playing in his TN. He was underwhelming, I feel. He was, he was. At the back half of the season. Correct, I agree. Um, injury played a lot of a part into that, though. Um, there was know, the a report. And had there was some other broken or st- Stressed or bruised, something or yeah. other he was carrying on as well. Yeah, so um, came out recently. Think all uh, everything wasn't right there. It's going to come down to that last sign. Uh, they got a couple of signings, but the last import, um, unless they can get one of the big names. What what about big old flykick Thon in there? Um, have you That'd heard that? Nice. What's that on the forums or something? There like was that, is a it? few rumors going around. Yeah, just forumy ones. Yeah, nothing, okay. nothing too exciting. Yeah, you know what stands out for me? What does as it stands? Here I mean, go. you've only got one more potential import there with having yep. the two guards as imports. Yep, is um, should Dane Pinot get more run? He was starved of opportunity last season because yep. you had cheese in there. You had mm-hmm. at I think at all stages through the Apparently season a, another big import in there as yep. well, and and now all Adams. of a sudden, uh, I mean, you're, you're likely to sign an, a big man import with Actually. that third signing, but yep. um, well, just it, think, well, even even if he gets a backup minutes, I mean, he's I priced at twelve. Again. I think there's a possibility that uh, the big cheese is still back. Just named in the in the all in the all five, was it? In the uh, FIBA Asia Cup, it's got a good haircut running at the moment. Oh, I don't know if anyone's it's so bad. Not that. With the cut. <laughs> he dominated us though. Not I sure who's, say not sure who's cutting his hair, but someone's someone's got someone's got some good skills. Um, I don't mind the schedule. I feel like they're a okay. um, good little pairing. Um, with Tasmania, if you want to go a Tassie player, a Tassie and a Sem. So let's go Magne yeah. and Creek or whatever don't import they want to be. Name. Yeah, don't say the name. Don't, don't um, put him in the song either. One that gets you through round one, two, they three. Put him four, in the five, song. Five, at least six, I'll know. Round eight. Seven. Get you to round eight yeah. um, as a perfect pairing. Yep. So yep. Yep. that would be something that I am looking at because we can't go. Don't mind that, actually. Yeah. For the I'd whole year, yeah, it works, except for that round eight. You're right. Correct. And so then that round eight, is only there's only two teams on a double, which is NZ and Cairns. So it's not like you're going to be missing that out is, there either. Uh, that, that is a perfect schedule. It's perfect. It? it is the perfect pairing. So that was just one little schedule mm-hmm. tip. It's you told me you were busy today. We can't now I know what you were busy. He was busier. I was playing the southeast Melbourne schedule. The scheduler. I was. I had Magne on my team, and I had to justify that shit. So <laughs> we don't mention his name, okay? Uh, oh, I'm sure we will. I am sure uh, we I'm will. Sure, we won't. All right. Not in the song. <laughs> that's, not, all right. That's a change. Actually, while, while we're at it, give us a shout out. If, the, if there's anyone you don't want in the song, we won't 100% guarantee this, but make sure you make sure you drop us a uh, line at the Twitter, which is at Bball underscore Put a poll out, like. 
at bball underscore blokes or on Facebook basketball blokes, which we don't. Or even better, yes. sign up as a Patreon supporter. <gasps> we still got sixty plus over the off season. Yep, get on the Discord chat and let us know there. Let's put out some fantasy. save your player polls and whoever gets the most votes. We Maybe we can make that a Patreon tier. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you don't want us to curse your player. Get up on board. All right. Well, Tassie's last in the alphabets. So uh, I have. Wait, hang on, hang on. Have we missed one? Have we missed one? I'm going the Kings. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, I'm going to move on to the Kings rather than oh, talk about geez, Tassie. I was going to say, I thought you were going to have Tassie. Yep. Good. All good. Um, Sydney Kings players will take up uh, a couple or two or three slots in my team. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like their roster at the moment, but let's just talk schedule to start off with. It is the schedule pod. Um, I'm not too keen on Tassie's being the only single in round one. So if I look past that, um, the next three rounds, Sydney Kings are the only team with three triples. And then you can say goodbye potentially because it's a whole run of singles with a good finish towards the end of the season. Um, Arguably the best with uh, five lots of doubles the last third of the season with 11 games. So... um, Sydney, we can think of these guys for our starting side, absolutely. So, um, one roster slot left. It's going to be Tim Suarez. It's been reported. <laughs> it's not just reported. Real GM have even got him. This is the, that is his current team. <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. So, it's the, the old uh, Carcia Sportando. Uh, never failed, to be honest, um, so far. So, Tim Suarez will be their stretch big. Um you're I really cut. like DeWalt. But my main DeWalt. question... DeWalt. I love that. DeWalt. like it. Um, Derek Walton Jr. Justin Simon. I think we'll talk about him a little bit. But my main question is for you fellas. What can Xavier Cooks average this season? At 1.8 million, we'd want something pretty high. So, uh, estimates, fellas. We banged out 54 average, and that was with Jarrell Martin at the five raking in rebounds as well. And Cook still got his fair share of double-doubles, didn't he? So I think we're going to see much of a muchness. Much of a muchness? What do you think, Boydie? And he's going to demand yeah. demand rounds where he's going to be a standout captain option as a result. So oh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm kind of even keel as well. You've got Geordie Hunter there that's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen him in previous seasons, obviously didn't play last year. Good points um, per minute player. It's got a fancy yep, game, for yep, sure. Definitely. Um, bit expensive for someone who's sat out for a year. Um, you wouldn't be touching him fantasy-wise, but I think he could impact Cook's numbers a little bit, rebound just as J-Mart did. Um, so I'm really thinking at the moment, I'm just... Look, 54 is a great average, as you know. So yep. I think I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. So he was... Like last four games of the season, he was like average like seventy or something like that. Oh, he was a guaranteed double double, wasn't he? It was yeah, just it was incredible. Insane. Yep. Um, last hmm, this season, playing in the NBL, I went to the fantasy calculator yep. at basketballblokes dot com, punched in his averages. He's averaging about seventy three fantasy points a game in the New Zealand NBL at the Different moment. Different league, but yeah. Different league. Um, I think he can get to that elite tier, the Bogut Mooney tier, and push Ooh. sixty. Oh. So, um, I just I'm not sure about that. Yeah, that's that's where I see him going at the moment. Look, last season there was really no need to trade him out, but the problem is we could get him at the start of the season for about 1.2 million, 
1.8. Yep. He's going to set you back <sighs> almost $2 million two. Dollar imports. You can yep. almost get two of those two New Zealand. He's and, one big man. And, and like you mentioned, if you mm-hmm. perfect pair two imports for certain teams through the schedule, yep. you know, it... it Structurally, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those question marks. You need to almost chuck in an extra two fifty player yeah. or a sub five hundred k player on your bench. So or he, whatever. you may not be as happy with. Yeah. So he is. He is structurally the most the the biggest question structurally with your starting team. Yes. Is will you start Cooks and have the captain yes. for rounds two, three, and four? Um, and five, two, three, four. Sorry. Yes. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Justin Simon. Any thoughts on him? He came in at SGFSF, which is very, very handy. Um, how do we see him fitting we, into we the roster and their fantasy potential? It's a no from me. Very no. Okay. He's, I mean, remembering particularly in the back Simon half says. of that last season, it was very Cleveland-esque. I mean, he relied on his defensive numbers to get his fantasy scores, and I think he was on the improve the longer the season went on. Um, I, I noticed, Benny, you've got him priced at $1 million. Is that... The way we understand it, or we is don't it have his finishing price from two seasons ago. Interesting there to was see what they do with the Besto rule, um, where they just whacked him in at a million bucks after having a season off. Um, so we're going with that at the moment mm. as a fresh import. Um, he would probably be cheaper than that because I don't know if you remember, but I reckon Illawarra did him dirty in the end. Like they were giving Dengadel minutes at the end, or you know. At, during stages, trying to get him going all season. Like, his minutes were really, really inconsistent. And I think he'll play good minutes in that Wani role, who, if you think about Wani, he would play the second most minutes in their entire squad yep. last season. Yep. So, I've got an article on our website as well talking about the correlation between minutes and fantasy points. It is ridiculous. I think it was nine of the 11 top increases in minutes last year were the top when the top 11 increases in fantasy points it is ridiculous correlation um i think he can be a lot better than what he is i think he can push 40 personally there's some good backup small forwards though though um they've got noy and glover i think that they will demand jesus noise numbers in the nbl1 north are very nice at the moment i can think he can play that three four for them almost play four behind Cooks. Yep. Cooks is, they've got such a versatile lineup. They put Suarez in. I've got them early favourites in my mind as far as the best roster and yep, the agreed. championship potential. Yeah, scary. I think they're pretty stacked in the in the in the wings and the and the guards, like we've talked about previously, you know, there's guys that sort of warrant minutes like Glover and Noy and Bruce and even Boali um, as lo- as well as as Dewalt and obviously DJ Three J, it's real. It's it's real tight there for me. I think I'd only be probably looking at Cooks at the moment, um, and that's it. Interesting. I'm mm. a big fan of Dewalt. The G League numbers will go into it, but like he's like Machado, Majet style. Yep. Okay. Um, nearly probably led the league in assist type deal. So oh. I'm excited, but um. Before we move on to the Jack Jumpers, let's uh, talk a little bit of Jack Jumpers with the Doctor. The Injury Report with Dr. Boyd. He's back. Yeah, look, it pains me to say, I've actually received some complaints about uh, the uh, Doctor's work. So at the moment, we're going to have to change that. I'm, I'm only an Associate Professor at present. 
They've taken the doctor away from me, um, but I'm working to get it back. It's breaking it's better news. before the season starts. I think I'm before not, the season starts, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. Um, look, there was some there was some treatments that I'd I'd, I'd recommended previously that they weren't uh, that someone's is uh, cut up a bit rough and they've, uh, they've obviously lodged complaints in the certain areas and I've, I can't go with doctor at present. Was okay. it the air conditioner? Was it? I the think it was something to do with the air conditioner. Okay, not happy with the air conditioner. Um, AP Boyd. Because then they tell had us pe- about had people just waving their arms around over summer and it just didn't work. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Tazzy. Tazzy. Feeberg Asia Cup. Uh, Clint Steinel. Clint Steinel, did you get hurt? We would see him sitting on the bench there. I think he had, uh, what are those things called that you walk with when you got a bung leg? It's not Moon Boot Matty, the crutch, maybe? <laughs> the crutch. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> Doc- if, the, if the doctor was here, the crutch jokes would be uh, flying, right. mate. We'll lay off the crutch jokes for now. Okay. Um, it's not a groin injury? No, but, right. but, What's but I know Roth's come out already and said they're looking at uh, replacement options. Uh, looking at obviously three-point shooters, scorers uh, for that bench spot. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. It sounds like he's out for a little while if they're talking that because we're we're still, as we said, what two months away from season start. Who yep. is that? Clint, Clint Steindl. Yep. He has a shin injury. Shin. So that's the old stress fracture hot spot. That's it. Type um, deal. So <laughs> interesting on on the uh, our rolling rosters here. We had him behind. McDaniel in that small, so he's the third option at small forward um, yeah. at present. So, um, but you know he's the ca- he was the captain there last season, so I'm presuming he would be the captain there again this year. Yeah. Um, just one to keep an eye on, depending on who they sign for, to take his minutes mm-hmm. to take some minutes for the start of the season. But it's kind of just rolling again, aren't they, Tazzy? Who's who's talking schedule first? Oh, let's just talk the roster while okay. we're on it, hey? All right, let's Because do it. then we'll talk about why we're talking about the damn Upgrades? roster. Upgrades. So, imports, they went with Adams. That's some nice little controversy with that whole spiel, what uh-huh, happened there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and uh, my Kyle, your Kyle, McIntosh. Who's Kyle? Um, ain't nobody's this season. Um, mm-hmm. Replaced by R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I don't know that O'Doyle rules um, in Milton Doyle, but... I think he's an upgrade on Adams from I a fantasy so. perspective. He's got a more rounded fantasy game from Correct. what I can read yeah. into it. And I, be- I believe Rashad Kelly can fly. Well, well he can. Do, he'll be better than McIntosh, bouncy. I think. Um, they obviously retain Majette. Um, the assistant coach of uh, one summer league team, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I've got Doyle's G League numbers for you. Yeah, go for it. So Not too exciting, s- but... Well, I think they're well-rounded. 17.5 points a game. Mm-hmm. Just shy of six assists a game, mm. four boards, and two steals per game. You chucked it in the calculator? I haven't yet. We'll we'll get onto that. But um, I mean, that's don't mind it. Two steals a game. Don't is, mind it. We and we know those players that can fill up all those stat categories are the ones that yeah. do well. Do you know what both these players can do? The new imports they can defend, and mm-hmm. the problem with that we're going to talk about the Jack Jumpers schedule. Yep. But I'll be looking at the whoever's playing the damn Jack Jumpers. Because yes, even last season, mm-hmm. all our Patreon supporters would know that the Jack Jumpers were the toughest fantasy defense yep. to play against. And that ain't changing. No. So you'll be looking to avoid. It'll be uh, in your trade-in plans and captain selection. But I, I guess... I, yeah, I feel thanks. that Tazzy is almost season-defining for our fantasy teams. Explain why. Why? Well, they're, they're the only team in round one that starts with 
two games. So they're the only team on the double. Yep. They're the only team with three straight doubles in the first three weeks. Yep. No other team sporting that. I'm so skipping it. <laughs> there is a real decision whether or not you skip there it or is. not, I think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's agreed. Um, and there's also the argument of, well, I think you probably have to start with one to get that captain score in round one. You would say that. Would you? Thanks, his captains. Well, um, two games is better than don't, one. Don't ruin Boyd. the captains already. So, no, yeah. one, but, but one, what I'm saying is, one, I'm not saying I'm not saying one, one way or the other. But I'm one saying one seventy from from one seventy from Cooks might be enough to uh, potentially. Take that over. But it's it's season defining in how many Tassie guys can you start with, if any at all. Um, early thoughts on Will Magne. No, we're not talking about it. I did just buy his jersey. You know, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play I'll Sam in the opening game, eh? Sam in the opening game, and then they play. They got the cans at home. This is what scares me, right? Okay. If, Talk if about he's, your fears. If he's fit, for. if he's fit, monster. He almost screams, captain. Right? <laughs> oh. Screams. Oh, but we know what happened. I think it was around was round two, round yes, three last season. Yes. We know what happened. My so. mind's gone total different directions. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will be screaming, big wheel. <laughs> Um, well, he's the most obvious one for me um, of the players that are there. If you're going to start with one, PFC, we've talked about perfect pairs oh. there. Is, is R. Kelly an upgrade on? Yes. Yes. I mean, if you are, Mikhail was if you're uh, the pretty disappointing. Praying or religious type or Allah or, you know, I don't know what, Buddha or something along those lines. Can we just, can we, can we have a fit? Will Magne for this for NBL 23, please? <sighs> Knock on wood. Please. Definitely. As an as an MBL fan, just as an MBL total fan, I just want him to play. You know, I've, re- want, I've read I just a few want a full season. I, you, I agree. I, I mean, want him to be doing cartwheels, flips, whatever you want to call them, dancing like. Well, There's uh, just so much potential there, really. Humph, like, what, both those guys. Yeah. I hope they play every game, they and I hope that they it. close to double double every game. Ah, uh, yes. Let's it's be let's interesting. Make a pact that we won't put them in the. They're both picture. not in the song. Okay. So okay. don't bother so get if, you, get if, you're there, get if you're out there. If you're out there, once again at underscore blokes, do not hit us up with those two names because no they big will not thrills. be in the song. We won't be getting they over won't the, be hump. the song. Okay, I'm personally we'll interested. Pro- it, outside although, of side, side note, don't let Banksy hear this. We'll probably put Banksy in the song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, after last season, maybe yes. I need to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Have you got something else to say, Banks? No, I'm just I, I'm interested to see how the Tassie guys go in the preseason. Um, I think. You know, from I, I did a lot of reading on Doyle, and I think he may be better than we first imagine. I think he will be fantasy wise an upgrade on Adams. Um, we know that yep. G League guards tend to transition very well into the NBL. Bryce Cotton, Machado, Jalen Adams, and Xavier Munford. So I think with those numbers, he'll transition better than we think. I dislike just how positionless their squad is. And how their coach will use that. Like, they ran without Magne at centre last season. Like, we will see some Fab Krizlovich at centre. <laughs> like, they will just... I'm worried we're going to get a stack of guys playing 25 minutes again. Um, which, at this stage, has me bypassing them. Um, but uh, the best fantasy schedule to start the season, guys. And that's what we're here to talk about, the schedule. It has unfortunately not gone to Cairns and has gone to Tasmania because that's where I was hoping, hoping. to get some value. But, uh, yeah, I guess 
That's it. It was That's a big it. wrap. That's a big wrap. We've gone through a fair bit of stuff today. We'll probably be talking in depth again, but we want to do get something out there. It's been a little while. We've had a good break. We've refreshed. I'm refreshed. Are you refreshed? Just. Okay. Yep. Good. Um, so, you know, as per previous seasons, you'll start to see us ramping up now where we've got plans in place to talk to people and listen to people and talk to more people and then listen to more people. <laughs> Exciting stuff. And um, did you guys get like the whole? You guys got the whole uh, Ron Burgundy when he gets back when he gives gets given the mic because they need him to report the, the news deep again today. Thing. Yeah, I got that sort of feeling from all of us today myself. No, I thought we did pretty well. We did okay. Um, I'm here to report the news. It's our preseason for our preseason. Preseason, preseason. Um, until next time, we are at bball underscore blokes on Twitter. We are just basketball blokes on Facebook. We are at basketballblokes.com Check us out. Patreon. All that jazz. Till next time. Say hello to your mum for me. Bye.